We are live. Episode nine. Nine, yeah. Nine. It is. It's a good day. Did you uh you happy about the rain? No. <laughs> I mean I mean yeah, rain rain is pretty good, but no. Why, why don't you as you know what? All the plants right now mm -hmm. they're gonna suck this water up and Oh yeah. Grow their green leaves. That's right, yeah. And also yeah. for everybody who has an allergy right now. Oh yeah. That'll this help. is gonna be really good. Yeah, I know, but I'm just ready for the sun. I haven't seen the sun. What sun? Exactly. The weekend was pretty nice, huh? I think for like one day. <laughs> <laughs> Had a really good day. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But no no you know what, rain is good. Um, you know, it prevents forest fires. Yeah. There's two already in the I region. know, I know. It's not good. And Alberta's getting getting another one. Yeah. Okay, I got here on the show notes some feedback I want to talk to about, you know, the current weight of the ISS. Okay. So I looked it up on Wikipedia. I don't know how solid this is. But yeah, yeah. It says, you remember that the, the, what was it, the name of that space station? Sky Skylab. 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 was like 17,000 17, kilograms, I think. Yeah, something like that. Now, hold on to your socks. It's 303663 kilograms for the ISS, which is almost 700,000 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So that's 73 meters long, 180 meters wide. It's like a soccer field. Yeah. It's big. It's big. Now, on the weekend, we had the 10-mile race. I nice. Actually, I actually went out. Did you? Yep. Um, in the morning, we just barely made it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're family. Sometimes things just take longer. That's right, yeah. Kickoff is at nine, and they start racing. And when we went down to the overpass, yeah, and there was this guy who came back after, and there was a couple, or a couple of people next to us that were cheering and say, "Hey, there he is coming! He's coming!" And then the guy actually stops, yeah. kisses his kid that his dad is holding, and then his wife kisses her too the race goes on he's yeah. just like hey guys and then his wife is just like you should really keep going running now yeah 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 so and he takes off again oh yeah and the other one that stood out really is the uh, superman <laughs> he had this bike trailer yeah yeah with no bike attached and there was two kids in there while running pushing that oh wow and the kids were like on an ipad that's awesome <laughs> that's hilarious too though like Yeah, dad's running again. Yeah, we're in this trailer. Yep. Totally dedicated. That's awesome. And heads off to the winner. It's out of town this year. Okay. He, he was second last year. And nice. Yeah, well, it means he's getting better, right? Yeah, they were, like, really fast this year. Yeah. And the feedback for Bruce Lee from Pete. Nice. Okay. So about last week, and you remember you bone density? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Supposedly, okay, here we go. Bruce Lee used Muren Zhuang, which is wooden training dummy. Interesting, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. And if you walk this very long and you train with the principles of Makivara, so Pete obviously knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't, he thinks he didn't break his arms actually, but if you had continued to hit something hard with enough force, he suspects that it causes microfraction in your uh, bones okay and they would have a similar effect of stronger broken bone interesting yeah okay no that that is definitely different absolutely okay that's, that's awesome yeah and then bruce lee's son mm -hmm. was brandon lee brandon lee okay and unfortunately he passed away during oh. filming the iconic cult movie the crow oh that 
That was him. Okay. You know the movie? Yeah, I know the movie. Yeah. I I'm not familiar with this movie. Um. It was a very dark movie. Um, but I believe uh, there was one scene where uh, one of the characters had a gun. Uh, I believe, uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but they, I guess they didn't check to see if it was loaded or blanks and there was okay. unfortunately like a actual bullet in it and was shot on set. Mm. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That actually happened. Okay. Wow. They used wheel bullets in. Well, again, they, something. they never checked it properly. It was just something went wrong or okay. maybe I could be wrong. Let me, let me fact check that right quickly. And he says Jet Li isn't related. Oh, I did not know that. I stand corrected. Yeah. So, hey, I love this feedback. That's awesome. Yeah. Because we both, we talk, and yeah, sometimes I don't think everything we say is accurate because it's we're in just the talking. internet. <laughs> we're just talking. So. But yeah, no, and we, we appreciate that. If we're wrong, call us out, guys. We'll, we'll correct it. That's yeah. awesome. And we stand up for it too, right? We're not going to be. No, no, no. So that was from last week. I had, and then we had a little recommendation from Andrew for talking a little bit about water and its contamination. Now, water is a very important part of life as the body is made up out of 80% of water. But yeah. I'm going to hang on a second here, seeing if you fact check this real quick while you scroll down on your iPhone. It's not very helpful. We are available now on Apple Podcast. That's awesome. Remember yes, we are. Last week you asked me about the status and now we are. I think you should just leave it. Never. <laughs> if you can't find it. So, we are going to talk about words again too. And quick check here. Well, Logan is busy. We Pac-Man came out on May the 22nd, uh, 1980 in Japan. Yeah, so okay, so basically he was unfortunately shot on set. He due was to, on it set. was just due to uh so there's dummy rounds and then so they the crew decided to make their own dummy rounds and then unfortunately I guess there was a an incident where they left the primer in place and then it just discharged unfortunately. That's how he passed away, being shot on set. I'm speechless. Yeah. Well, sad. even just kind of go to a little off topic here. If you look up the play Macbeth, um, it's uh, whoever basically does it uh, swears it's cursed because of uh, there have been like near death experiences or actually like people mm -hmm. being like, injured. Yeah, I believe that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Time to lift up. <laughs> lift up. Lift up the mood a little bit. You know? Yes, yeah, so you were talking about water. Yeah. The, um, I just can't believe that happened actually mm -hmm. on the set. Mm -hmm. Like, the life is precious. Absolutely. So, make it count. Oh, thanks for the feedback, Pete. Now, water, we have a recommendation here from Andrew to talk about and he sent me an article mm -hmm. about the US and the water contamination okay and in general and it's an interesting article uh, and it can be taken either way right it can be taken to show a lot of negative 
facts or we can look at it to see what we can do better or different to save water like in your house do you have those low flush toilets no just that's for example something people can do sometimes you yeah. know they save can water get, yeah. they can get toilets that are different or what else how can else can you save water you know, uh, I think it's like what water your garden every second day or yeah. something like that. You don't need to water it all the time. You can get a rain barrel. You can get a rain barrel. Those Supposedly are super from, handy. Yeah. From Ecosyperia. Yeah. Then you, you can buy those. Yeah. Get a downspout. Collect all the water off your roof. Yeah. It's not. Don't drink it. Don't drink it. Nah. Just give it to your plants. They'll, they'll like you for it. There's lots of protein in there. Yeah. <laughs> the mosquitoes. Maybe. If it's enclosed, they can't get in, right? You can probably get a lid for it, too. Uh, well, apparently, if you just put, like, a little droplet of soap, the, mm. the babies can't get past the, the film on the water. But again, okay. don't give that to your water. Nope. <laughs> don't give that to your plant. So, that's definitely a topic we can visit in the future. Absolutely, yeah. And water is another fascinating thing where, where it expands when it's heated and cooled. Yeah, and water, and on that fact, mm -hmm. like, your body is 80% water. And on this article, uh, I think it's I think it's a 60? bit more conservative. Yeah, when I was a kid, I remember. <laughs> no, when I was a kid, I remember there was facts in books that said we were made up of ninety percent water. Yeah. Now you know you know what is made up of ninety percent water? Squids. 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 Yeah, they are a little bit less dense. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think I think the most recent is uh, we're seventy five percent. Seventy five. Okay, I go with sixty. Sure. Sixty five. Sixty eight. Two percent. Are we negotiating? Here? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's somewhere within that realm. Yeah. So now water boils here mm -hmm. on your regular stove at a hundred degrees, depending on the elevation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So when they have fighter pilots that fly very high, water boils at a lower temperature. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why they have to have a pressure suit. If they don't have that and protects them from the atmosphere, wow. then actually by normal body temperature, their blood would boil. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to start with the words today? Sure. I mean, mine, mine's a little different here, but sure, I will start. Everything is different today. Different. It's a different podcast. <laughs> We're changing the name, folks. <laughs> no, um, no. Are you okay? So, are you familiar? Have Have you ever talked to someone and they said, "Man, I got a buttload." I hear people say that sometimes. Yeah. So, it is an actual term. Um, so, I'm gonna use this kind of like the phrase and the word of the day. Um, but I did a little research and I was kind of excited because of how just silly this was. Um, so, the term I'm excited now. Buttload. Um, and it's spelt exactly like you think it would be, um, not not to be vulgar or nothing, but it's it's b u t t and then load, mm -hmm. um, and the butt uh, was actually an old English term for like a cart or a what we call a casket now. So I don't mean like a coffin. Back to the casket. I mean, I mean a cask <laughs> as in like oh, wine. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not casket. Not casket. casket. I did say casket, but a <laughs> cask. Anyways. Um, so actually, a buttload actually also. Jackie John will never leave oh us alone. Oh my God, he will always come back. So actually, there is a actual measurement to this term as well. Okay. And it is equivalent to what they would call six seams. Now I don't really know what that means, or forty-eight bushels, or 
to a more relative term, 384 gallons. Okay, gallons? Like yeah. Americans? Yeah. Okay. American gallons. Yeah. 384? 384 gallons yeah. is equivalent to a buttload. That's all the buttload. Yeah, that's right. That's a huge card. Who has such a big card? Uh, that's a great question. Like the train um, station, maybe? Yeah, that would be... It's like trains? Yeah. Or maybe, like, it must have been in the industrial area then, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was more for, like, farmers, and um, I think one of the... Another term is a boatload, right? And that's very, yeah. very close to the same word. On the word. Thames? Yeah. A boatload full of... Yeah. But now, the more interesting kind of wording is actually the word uh, a butt. So B-U-T-T. -T. Now okay. this, this again is another old English term, and it actually meant like the end, a small piece of land. So I guess like a small island. Mm -hmm. So the end of a piece of land is what this referred to. Yeah, but not an island then. I guess not. But I mean, right, what would be a small piece of land? An acre? Yeah. So again. I don't know, maybe the city? Well, again, I, I'm, not, like... I'm not seeing an actual like measurement to this. Yeah, so which is interesting. Would use this in a conversation like this. Yeah. Hey, on my butt over there. Exactly. Yeah, and actually, we we use this in today's uh, language today too. So like the butt of a gun or the butt end of this piece of wood, uh, stuff like that. Is it more like slang though? It's not a well, see, proper English. See, but but it's coming from old English, and now we've we're still using it because when I say butt of a gun, mm -hmm. that is the flat end of it, and that's what this piece of land is actually referred to as. I understand, but uh, like in your perception in English, mm -hmm. would you consider this to be more of a slang nowadays? Yeah, absolutely. Than formal. Well, uh, okay, so according to Wikipedia, the slang oh, version... I you... No, never. I will never... <laughs> no, okay, so no, yeah, it, it kind of is. But I mean, that's what we grew up with, right? It was, you it did, was, yeah. Yeah, you that's know. what I did. I didn't. No. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways, but no, it was always... When something was referred to the butt of, it was the end of or the flat end. Okay. Yeah, we don't use that kind of thing. Oh, no? No. Again, old English term, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. A really good find. Yeah, and this this is this has been going on past like the seventeen hundreds. Seventeen hundreds? Wow. Sixteen hundreds now, like that's a lot of butts. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I was like fascinated by this. Yeah, I like it. So do you combine it together with your saying? Yeah, man, meaning, I got a buttload. Meaning it's <laughs> my my turn now. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. Alright, so Tony Antonio sent us a mm. uh, word. Okay. I will, it's actually, I will let that slide. It's actually two words. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> But that's okay. It's super carventierender Unterwasserlaufkörper. So the first word is super carventierender, and the second word is Unterwasserlaufkörper. Those were words. Those weren't like sentences or... Oh, it's actually two words. words. Two just, words. Those are just two words. Just two words, yeah. I tried to tell you which one is which. Now, I want you to listen to the second word, the first part, because you might be able to tell what it is. Okay. The, at least the first phrase of the word. Unter Wasser Laufkörper. No idea. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking like one of something. You remember when we talked about U-boats? Yeah. And it's U-boat. Now, unter means under. Wasser is water. And then Lauf means running. And Körper is body. So if mm. I translate it word by word, it's underwater running body. 
Okay. And super is super. That's cool. And then <laughs> super cool, super cool. And then the cavitationende. Yeah. You know cavitation. Cavitation. Yeah. Have you heard about the cavitation effect? Yeah. When you have something running underwater, it creates like waves and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. So the Germans came up with a torpedo to minimize drag underwater. They put a little bit of a gas in front of this torpedo. Interesting. And it would actually decrease the drag. And the, the cavitation effect, right? Yeah, actually it's steam. Steam at the front of the torpedo reduces friction up to 180 clicks. And you don't have any more propeller, you have a rocket engine on it. <laughs> oh, so your, your torpedo oh my God. goes up to over 400 clicks as a top speed. Oh, wow. Yeah. They go. Do we know when this was invented? Like, was this in the early nineties? Wow, in Germany. I don't know who else did something with that. That's incredible. Though. But like, that's rocket-propelled <laughs> torpedo. Yeah, with the ability to decrease the underwater drag. Well, I'm, I'm also assuming that would be very hard to detect as well. Eh? You're right. There is yeah. no system that can disengage it. Oh my God! But the it was discontinued, supposedly. Oh. Okay. So yeah. as far as I know when I found out there this was in development and then oh. it was cancelled. Yeah. Well that also kinda reminds me of again off topic here, uh there was a gun where they actually had made uh it was like a bullet. So instead of like a like a cartridge, right, you have your, your black powder and it would set off the cartridge and then the actual uh full metal jacket would go. This was actually like a rocket propelled uh, cartridge. Oh, the so whole cartridge. The whole like the whole thing was a little rocket that you put in the gun. And okay. It, now it's it, it. This has been since discontinued, due to cost and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they're incredibly rare now. Nice. Good to know. Do you know the name of it? No. Okay. I, I, I maybe I'm just talking off the top of my head. I believe it was developed in Germany, but I could be wrong. Yeah, probably. Maybe I don't know. It's if you know, let us know in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> or process. <laughs> <laughs> I always go for the compliments. Yeah. Or tell us if you don't like us. That's okay too. Yeah. yeah. Bring it. Now, my saying today, I actually got from my dad. This oh. week, from my dad this week. He said that while I was talking to him, I met him for lunch. And he said, Früh krümmt sich, was ein Haken werden will. Now, if I translate this, is early on, you. Start bending if you want to be a hook. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, Your face yeah I, I've never... This start? is just word by word. But the meaning, okay. meaning, if you really want to get good at something, you have to be really early into it. And also it comes with hard labor. Because in the term where you have to bend, it means also... Yeah, I have to put a lot of effort into it. Interesting. Interesting. No, again, I don't... This is pretty much where you're saying is a seed... No, a seed doesn't fall away. Too far from the tree? Yeah, mean? something well, like that. No, that's... It's that's comparable. No, no, no. That, that is... <laughs> no. That is like when you look when you look at the parent and then you look at the son or daughter and they, they act the same or they look the same. Yeah, it's a little bit different. But what about this one? When there's a saying where the seed falls somewhere and oh, it depends where it falls it grows a certain way 
Maybe not in English. No, I, I don't. I don't think it, it. I don't believe. Again, I could be wrong, but I don't. I don't believe there is one. But, yeah, I know there is one. I will. But, I will follow up on. Okay, this so there's there is one. Maybe it's like okay. Well, when what's when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, twenty five years ago, but right now is a good start. Okay. Like. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Now mine is more about you can only grow. Yeah, I don't know. It's a saying where when you when the seed doesn't go into the earth, but it goes somewhere on a stone, mm. and then um, it reflects on how it grows compared to the other yeah. seed and life obstacles. It's actually a really good. Well, no, no, I, I get the reference right. So a seed, seeds can grow like anywhere. Like uh, oh, we were just at my camp, and there is a a tree. Uh, we don't know how it happened, but there is a tree. And it the the whole tree is underwater, wow. and the top part bend almost at like uh, forty five, and the top part is out of the water. Yeah, how is that even possible? Yeah, like just bizarre. I see trees sometimes; they're just almost sideways. Yes, they're hanging all over the yeah. road, and I'm just like, the gravity and the force that's on there. Yeah, well, even yeah, you'll see some trees, and they're almost like jigsaw puzzles, eh? Mm -hmm. But that's because that's the best way the sun was they got the most so they'll actually go towards where the sun is maybe and course grow. oh yeah you think so yeah i read this book it's called uh trees or something <laughs> <laughs> was it about trees can you fact check please yeah. and this came something. out about a year or two ago it's about a german guy who's um, managing the black forest oh is he make is that the guy who makes the chairs or whatever i think so yeah, yeah. he talks about trees and how they actually life forms yeah and they are all connected through the roots oh, yeah and they can talk to each other it's all a very slow communication but for example when there is a pest that attacks one tree the other trees know about it oh wow and they take action against it that's really neat yeah and he believes he believes that very firmly uh, that was a good book Oh no! Like definitely, definitely, a tree is like a living, living thing. Mm -hmm. But it's mean he indicates that there's a consciousness. Interesting. Because they operate together. Almost they well, there's a cause and there's a, an action. Yes. Yeah. So something happens to one, and then most of them know about it. Right? Yeah, yeah, and they react to it. It's and they it's a countermeasure. Interesting. It's not just like. Oh, the sun is shining. I'm gonna do photosynthesis now mm, and yeah. produce sugar. No, they actually re react. Very so, cool. Yeah. And wow, we went way off topic. It happens. <laughs> I mean, science. We're just science, talking. We're just talking about science, and it takes us everywhere. Also, on space this week. Mm. You remember the asteroid that looked like two potatoes or tomatoes that were squeezed together? One was bigger and the one was smaller and they were sitting like this and then one was in January? No. no idea. It was in the Kubita belt and they took a picture of it and I read an article this week. Okay. They figured out why it looks like this. Why? It's actually they call it a space snowman. What? <laughs> a space snowman. Yeah, because those two blobs, they are almost perfectly round, but they look a little bit like a potato. Okay. And they collided. And they're two frozen ice balls. And they're stuck together. Is yeah. that it? it okay. They did the calculation of their... However they calculated, don't ask me why. Super complicated math. Of course math. it is. And... 
But when the collision is mm -hmm. happening at low speed, what happens is is like, a word for it? Are they like cold welded? They together? call it the Kissinger Cupider. Interesting. Because they, they did the calculation, eight point three kilometers per hour was the impact. And what happened? Yeah, so if you can imagine going eight point three kilometers and then bumping into something, right? Like, it's just state. Yeah. It's just like plop. Yeah, so there there wasn't enough force to separate the two, and they just kind of. And it was both eyes. Yeah. So, so it stuck together. It stuck together. That's awesome. And yeah, they formed a unity, and the force didn't squish them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called Ultima Thule. It's Object Twenty Fourteen MU Six Nine. For anybody who wants to look into that. <laughs> and I'm just rattling along. Yeah, here we go. You can send your name now to Mars. What? Yeah, the NASA is sending another rover. Okay. And twenty on um, twenty twenty. And now you can go on the webpage on NASA yeah. and you can fill out your boarding pass. <laughs> 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 and they send that to yeah, Mars. They put it on on this thing, and they send it to Mars. And if you are a freaking flyer, they even have that because they offered that for I guess oh, previously. Previously, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I just heard about this, and then yesterday, as of yesterday at four twenty, there were already three hundred sixty nine thousand people. Yeah, that. yeah, I could see that. And then they get an email with boarding pass. Yeah. Well, they can only send so many, right? Because that would even increase the weight and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I have another fact here I came across. Do you know the Air Force Base in Cold Lake, Alberta? No idea. No, I don't you know, know how every military usually has like some kind of logo or, yes. or a slogan? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I found out the Cold Lake Air Force Base, they're saying is Aufwacht. Is that a German saying? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And this means on watch. Okay. Yeah, I right saw on. it, and it's like perfectly spelled out. And Interesting. I was really amazed by that. Yeah, I thought I thought most places use like a Latin term. But, yeah, they do. Some yeah. do, but this was like it totally caught me off surprise. Interesting. Yeah. So why don't why don't they just put on watch? Because it sounds way better <laughs> in German. <laughs> German sounds cool. We're the Air Force. We're cool. I don't know. No, that's, 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 no I'm just again. I'm just asking the yeah, question. Yeah, it's right? a it's really good question. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that question. Well, not not to put like the German word down, but I mean yeah. we're we're in Canada, we're in Alberta, like just why say, is it there? There must be a story for there it. There has to be. Yeah. yeah. If you know about this, hit us up. Now, Pete had another recommendation for us to talk about a survival game. He actually played. Okay. Have you heard about uh, the Long Dark? Yes, I have. He played. Yep. Yes. Perfect. So tell me all about it. Okay, so basically you are I can't remember how it starts, but you base you start in the middle of nowhere, literally. So you start you being a pilot, you crash your plane yes. and then because there was this disaster. This is from yeah. me reading up on it. Yeah. So it's, it's supposedly the after global disaster yeah. geomagnetic storm. Yeah. So it, it was really bad. Like as as far like game game term, sorry. You are like the only person in this area, and I believe it takes place in northern Canada. You're right. It's in Canada. Um, is and, it Alberta um, or British Columbia? Somewhere. I can't remember. Super but it's, cold. It's super cold. There are, um, I think, there's multiple starting locations that you can start in. 
but you are you're plopped in an area. Usually the starting areas are like okay, like you're you're okay for a little bit. I got this. I got this for a little bit. Like I said, like uh, everything depletes, everything breaks. Um, yeah. So you run around frantically trying to find clothes to like you bundle up clothes, or if your your clothes start to deteriorate, you yes. have to find more clothes to repair. So you go so survival. So survival is based yeah. on body temperature. Yes. Calorie intake. Yeah, and water. Hunger, thirst, fatigue. Yeah. Windshield and wildlife. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to watch out like for um like if it rains, like if it like we have well, what they call uh frozen rain. They have frozen rain there? Well yeah. Right, right. So it rains sometimes and it snows sometimes and then it gets colder and because you're wet it makes it mm, the effect even, even worse. Yeah. Uh, but I mean you have to do risk and reward. You have to okay, I need to find more food. This area doesn't have much food right now and you need to make that decision. Do I stay or do I go out there and find more food mm -hmm. and it's permadeath correct yeah so so yeah. once you die you die that's and it you have to start over you start completely over and it's a new random spawn correct because it's a simulation and nothing is yep. ever the same yep and i mean the first time you play it you're like what do i do and you just start walking <laughs> and you're like uh, i think the first time i played it it was like this i crash landed in this long stretch of highway mm-hmm uh and i was super excited because i found like a ranger station and the bear ate you but it was like a really tall uh watchtower yeah and it was it it was breathtaking the view but i'm like okay i'm safe for a little bit because there's, there's an actual stove here so i got all warm and then i headed uh -huh. out and then it was just like this is scary because yeah you could die at any moment how did you die uh i think there was a wolf and it was dark, like what, like there's no light, and it was dark, and the clouds are covering the moon. Why did you go out at night? Because there were no buildings. But can you so, not go back? Yeah, but I mean, if you're like, there's nothing over here for me now. There's nothing left. And oh, you're walking. You that was the final turn to say I got it all. Yeah. So and so I started. I think at noon, and I just kept walking and walking mm, and walking. You shouldn't have slept in. <laughs> well no that was still it was still trying to find food um it's funny you can like break all the furniture to make firewood yeah or material um yeah it is i suppose it's a really good seller so it's it a, is it's a canadian developer he wrote the story mm -hmm. he published it and he did the design yeah like it's all him cool and then he had, of course, he had another team. But I just wanted to highlight that it's all no, Canadian. It, it was a, it was a fun game. Um, I'll admit, I'm not particularly good at it. But I mean, I did have hours and hours and hours of gameplay on it. You can have food poisoning. Yeah, you got to make sure to cook the food and. And there supposedly is a story mode as well, where they release five episodes. Okay. And supposedly two are already out. They keep patching it up and working on it. Yeah, that's no, good. The the world is 25 square kilometers. Yeah. That's it's pretty big. big. Place. Yeah, yeah like there's areas that range from I think like a, uh, a seaside fishing community. There's I think a like a dam that you can actually explore this dam. Um Yeah, there's a whole bunch of places. There's a farmstead. I think the I think honestly the farmstead is probably like the best place. <laughs> but okay. Because, I mean, there's deer and stuff. When you played, were there mm -hmm. different um, difficult modes? I can't remember, actually. I haven't played it in a little while. Okay. They, but there, there probably is, yeah. Yeah, they have the pilgrim mode. That's for me. They have the voyager. That's medium. And then they have the stalker. And oh. then the interlooper. Ooh. Oof. Yeah, so... Actually, uh, yeah, Pete gifted it to me. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he said, hey, check this out. Oh, cool. So I, I downloaded it on Steam, mm -hmm. and I have to play it, figure it out. So thanks, thank you very much, Pete, and love your feedback. Now, this story, the, the Lone Dark leading us to our next topic, which is a little bit darker today. So if you think you want to have a rest <laughs> today, maybe, you know, just be aware this is getting dark now. Just a fair warning. Now, so Michael, we're so positive. We're supposed to be I know. positive. But today, you know, <laughs> I, I looked into this game and then I came across this and it was featured. And Yeah, the segue into it makes sense. And the game really, like, it's about survival and then now... They were people struggling with survival as well in life in general, now, mm. nowadays too. And I'm not trying to talk about Tesla right now either. Okay, Logan? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just wanted, right on. Just wanted to point this out. So we are, I want to talk about the Donna Party. Okay. Now, we live in Thunder Bay. Thunder mm -hmm. means Donner. In German, it's so you could say it's Thunder Party, but the Donner Party is called after the family because this is playing in the early summer of 1846 in America, in the US. Hmm. And there was a group of American pioneers, and you know, in, they wanted to get to California. Okay. In general, in the 1840s. Lots of people wanted to go to California in the Oregon Territory. And they wanted to live their free, fully Catholic culture. And they were inspired by this idea. I don't know if you heard about this. The Manifest Destiny. Well, it, I mean, in my mind, it has multiple different terms, right? So it, you have people who have Manifest Destinies who believe this is the thing like this is this is the destiny and i mean multiple people have it right but yep yep in their belief there were the atlantic and the pacific ocean belonged to european americans and they should settle it okay so most wagons trains so mm -hmm. it's wagon after wagon by yep. horse yep. or ox and they were following the oregon trail oh god from Independence, Missouri to the Continental Divide. And they were traveling roughly about 24 clicks a day. Just to put this into perspective, yeah. this is about 150, 140 years ago. That's just what you could do. Yeah. All day travel, 24 clicks. That's it. And now this is already on a path. Like, yeah. Because yeah, they, there's already a path there. Yeah. yeah. And this is not bush. And so this took usually four to six months. Wow. <laughs> And they followed mostly the rivers. That's how the European settlers did it. And the South Pass, a mountain pass in Wyoming. And then from there, this little route. So now there was this guy. His name is Landford Hastings. And he went there to the west from Ohio in 1842. I don't know what his story is, but he wrote this book saying, Hey, settlers... Use this route. It's so much better. Or okay. like the, like dummy books nowadays you yeah, can buy for gotcha. how to program. Or yeah, well, so many people are going there. It only made sense someone to yeah. make a guidebook. Almost, so he, right? yeah. yeah, he made a guidebook saying, "This is what you have to do when you get here." Right. 
And then he also supposedly found a shortcut. Now, the shortcut was a little bit tricky. But before we get there, okay. I want to talk about this train. So just to put this in perspective, there yep. was 500 wagons. They were heading west what? from 500 independence. 500 wagons. wagons. They so were all together. Was this... Was this the Donner Party? Like, was this Donner Party was the line last the last nine wagons on that party? Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So Donner Party is about eighty-seven people, and now the Donner Party was led by John. I want to say John, but it's not one of them, and. He actually believed this guy because he promoted his new route through letters, like flyers. Okay. Yeah, yeah take yeah. this route. You're yeah. gonna save so much time. So they said they went for it. So did they leave the main? Yeah. Okay. And okay. they went. Well, I just I was just trying to get perspective in this. Yeah. Area. So they left it. Now, one uh, one guy who was on the horse, he checked out that trail that the Hastings, mm. and it's called the Hastings Cutoff. He checked it out and he was like, no, no way. You know, you can't go there with the wagons. Right, yeah. So he hustled back but and gave the letter to somebody else. And that guy never gave the people the letter. Oh, so it was just like miscommunication. Yeah. They, it's just it's like all history, right? But, right, right, yeah. But they, he it says like... it's they deliberately conceded the letters. Really? Because, I don't know. Now... They went on there on the Wasatch Mountains, going on the shortcut. So nine wagons, about eighty-seven people, and as you can, there was there was lots of kids hmm. and some men and some women. After what I found amazing is that, like some voice example here says that I my wife was forty-seven years old and they had a son. That it was just like one year old, wow. or five, or seven, or nine. Like there's this this family here, mm -hmm. the couple, and they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight kids, and the kids were twenty, eighteen, fifteen, thirteen, six, seven, five, and one. Wow. Anyways, sorry, trade off. Well, no, they had big families. Like yeah, farmhands. everybody had yeah. big families. Okay, big so families, they though yeah. they made that decision with the families. Oh yeah. Now what you have to know is in you have only a certain time period where you can cross. Because right. snow's coming. Yeah. Winter's coming. Yeah. I'm I'm borrowing that phrase from somewhere. Winter uh, always comes. <laughs> and long story short, mm -hmm. they got stuck. Oh yeah. Like snowstorm came in or something. Yeah. Or Overnight, suddenly snow drift three meters high. Because it's it's located close to the ocean. It sucks up all the water, yeah. and then it's the first bigger mountain. The mountain gets it, and it just gets it. Yeah, it's just like Lapi here. Yeah. Yep. In a way, Lapi yep. always gets the most snow. So yeah, they had almost no cattle left because they were attacked from the natives there as well. Oh really? And the horses kept dying, and finally they made it through the shortcut though, but it took them. Instead of a shortcut, it took them two months longer. Wow. Okay. And then they continued on the normal trail, but they got surprised with that blizzard. 
It's a shortcut, he said. Oh, yeah. wow. And while they were already pretty frustrated, there was already people like, oh, yeah, I don't know. There was this one guy who went, okay, I'm gonna just going to leave my wagon here and put it away. Two guys followed him, and then only two guys came back. Oh, wow. So there was a lot of tension already yeah. created with shortage of food and people randomly doing something. Now they had to get a winter camp and in that winter camp they just built small little log sheds with leaky roofs. Of course, yeah, like so, makeshift. Yeah. yeah. And they what they did for the roofs they used the ox the ox skin. Oh the yeah, height. The tan, the hide, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they put that on there. So it was a little bit leaky but it was okay. So there was nineteen men, twelve women and twenty nine kids. Wow. And six were toddlers or younger. And now further into humans and their behavior while they were there struggling for food another family to another family charged $25 for one Oxford Heights to the other family really that they have to pay back and that's like that's a lot of money that's like the money for two healthy oxen you yeah. can buy back then they expelled one guy who actually came later back for rescue he came back because there was pretty much no law right the group yeah. made their own law so when there was a conflict they would Just expel people I guess. yeah or do other things or hang them <laughs> and yeah eventually it got so bad that they actually said oh shit we got a oops language <laughs> Yay! I take that trophy. Oh no! I take that trophy. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> and then it got so bad they sent a rescue mission out. Like they sent twelve people out, yeah, or seventeen people to. They built snowshoes themselves because the snow was so deep. Right, right. Oh, were these people leaving the party? Yeah, and tried to they tried get to help? get help. Yeah, because the snow was getting higher yeah, and higher. Man, that would have taken like what a month. Like, yeah, we are well into January now. Yeah, like. For you to return, like for you to go and then return and be like, "Hey, man, we need help." It's okay. We'll be there in a month. Yeah, snowstorm was in October. Wow. And then they had Christmas there, and then it's 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 hard to wrap your mind around that because in a car today you can go ninety kilometers an hour in one hour, yes. like normal speed limit, right? Mm -hmm. And they could only go twenty four clicks in a day. Yeah. Like. With the wagon, with the horse, they could go faster. Yeah, well, absolutely, but I mean, yeah, they were hauling. Like even you get a big truck, right? Mm -hmm. You get to slap a trailer on there. It's True. still good. Yeah, hundred like percent. But that was just due to the technology back then. Yeah. Yeah. So, the rescue mission they sent to get help. Mm -hmm. They were struggling. Absolutely. Yeah. They got snow blind. Oh wow! Because, I could yeah. You're just walking in the <laughs> like it's it's like a winter wonderland, but yeah, the snow will mess up your eyes. Yeah, real bad, they got yeah. snow blind. And then the one guy said, oh, yeah, I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to be right back behind you. Didn't happen. No, no. You just never came back. No. Don't leave people behind. No. If you, yeah. I mean, or stay back. If you stay back and rest longer, you're done. It's, it's just, just the, winter and... the nature of the beast. Now the group became lost and confused. And then one of them proposed one should volunteer to die in order to feed the others oh wow now that's getting really dark now it is very dark so yeah. that's why i said so they said hey let's have a duel or do a lottery who's oh, gonna the lotteries yeah get sacrificed so brutal. that the other ones can eat but one of them said you know what 
let's just go as long as he can. And the first one <laughs> who drops, yeah, it's gonna be it. And sure enough, somebody died then. And accordingly to this, they yeah. ate, ate, ate the flash. Ate the flash, yeah. And they finally made it out of there. Like, I mean, the out of that group, out of 17 people, only mm-hmm. six made it out. Wow. For the rescue mission. For the rescue mission. To get people in. And then on the other side, the guy who got expelled, he organized uh, First Relief to get there. And they raised some money. But there was a Mexican-American war going on at that time. Oh, jeez. So it was really complicated to yeah, get a man absolutely. out there. Yeah. No disrespect. And that just was, that's how the time was, yeah. right? It was a different time. Now, they did come back with a rescue mission on February the 18th. A seven-man member group. And they were shouting in that area where the cabin should be. And then suddenly, out of a hole in the snow, came a woman. Uh And she was like, are you a man from California? Or are you coming from heaven? I got you. Because she was like, the cabins were gone. Oh, yeah. Totally destroyed. It just kept snowing and snowing and snowing on top. And supposedly the smell there was pretty overpowering. I bet. I can only imagine. There was 13 people were dead at the camp. There was bodies everywhere. Yeah. And they say the the immigrants were a little bit unstable emotionally. So well, yeah, if you can imagine the physic, like the sociological toll on your mind for that, like going through that. Yeah, they had to send out three more relief teams because oh, they couldn't geez. bring out more at the same time. It's pretty crucial. I'm going to skip the brutal, actually. I'm going to skip some stuff here. Now, I want to talk about the survivors. Okay. Because this is getting a little bit more scientific. 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 Science. Now, out of the 87 people, yeah. 48 survived. And only two families remained intact. Every other family suffered losses. Yeah. Yeah. Now they say, I, th- I couldn't highlight it, so I have to look a little bit here. I think anything about well, above 35 and below 12 or 13 mm-hmm. is pretty much a write-off. Wow. Because the body just can't withstand yeah. this extreme. Yeah. And if you're in between that sweet spot, 12 to 30 yeah. or something you can actually you're a little more hardy yeah. yeah you can survive more things so there's a lot of survivors they didn't never ever want to talk about this again I could only imagine yeah and yeah. eventually the cannibalism went out and all over the media and stuff like that but the things it takes to survive right yes yeah, you don't know that till you experience it yourself yeah, you can't. You can't judge that either. No, nope. if you've never been in that position like no, this, no, absolutely. What, what can you do? No, nope. you said there was something in the modern history. Oh, absolutely! Well? Like cannibalism, like even in the animal kingdoms, prevalent. Uh, apparently, I did a little bit of research. Apparently, ninety percent of all aquatic species practice it. Yeah, you mean fishies? Fishies, or squids? Squids, invertebrates. Ninety percent. So, yeah. Wow. Um, uh, one of the more, I think, I think I've touched on this sub- subject before, but uh, like spiders, spiders will do it, um, yeah. and they they did a research on. They but they do it willingly, right? They don't always do it, though. I, again, I did a little more research, um, so they don't always do it. But 
on average, the ones that do practice it, so again, this is when after they mate, mate um, the female will turn and basically try and capture the male. Snack. Snack. Um, and they found that there was more eggs and healthier eggs when they were eaten. Mm -hmm. So now, actually, what some of the spiders will do is try and find females that are fatter, seem more satisfied <laughs> rather than like a starving one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like, so I mean, they could be muscular too. Again, again, yeah, tell. they're not. They're not always trying to just be a meal. Some species, like like you said, do it willingly. I think um, I can't remember what, but there's a species of spider that after copulation they just die. Mm -hmm. The male just dies. Okay. Yeah, that's like a programmed. Yeah, it's just inherent. Okay. Just yeah, happened. you did your thing. You're a snack now. Mm -hmm. um, now, one of the more savage ones are the, um, uh, what are they called? The green thing, the praying mantises. The praying mantises? The praying mantises, yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, they just eat the brains. Like, they just go straight for the head. Um, but again, um, cannibalism is uh, still practiced today. I mean, in humans. Um, they can actually go in. I took a snapshot on it, but they can actually go in and check out uh, something to do with like a, a brain disease and found that uh, due to the genome they can look at the there are uh, people that are resistant to a specific genome yeah. because their ancestors practiced cannibalism oh wow it carries on to the generation yeah that's messed up so but i mean it it doesn't equate to anything it's, it's just like okay so you have a, a brain you have a resistance to this brain disease oh you have to actually get a bonus from it yeah but um, but the oh boy. but it comes at like a terrible cost. Mm -hmm. So the person that that practices it could actually incur more diseases. Yeah. Um, well, it's not natural. It's not not to humans. It's not natural. It is not. It's not seen as socially acceptable for obvious reasons. Yeah. But in the animal kingdom, it's yeah. seen as in times of drought, in times of um, extreme famine. Yeah. And the lions do it too. Absolutely. When the lion takes over his new area, yes. he kills all the cubs. But that, that is more to do with uh, genetics. Yeah. It's not to do with the actual lions themselves. Like, oh, I'm hungry. No, it's like, you you are not my children. Mm -hmm. So he'll off them. And uh, bears do this as well. Bears as well. But what it is, is the females are more receptive. Again, we're getting very dark. Like, this is, this is yeah, this dark is... stuff. Um, the females are more receptive to having more babies because they no longer have babies to take care of right so it's uh yeah it's they don't have that oh i have to take care of these children oh I, now i don't have children okay mm -hmm. let's have children yeah with this new bear or this new lion right like it's yeah it's dark the, an the animals are yeah, animals are animals animals are animals they do this they do it for a reason though like there is a uh, it is a cold calculating reason yeah. um another survival survival yeah. uh but it's, it's survival more too in that instance it's survival of the genetic the superior genetic material yeah in that one but yeah. I mean if you, if you see a bear eating a moose it's just for food. survival it's for food yeah. yeah but do you know how a moose screams when somebody else eats it alive no not very nice no I, okay <laughs> I know I know I think you know rabbits do that too or something they some like some animals do that and it's more of like this is saying in the hunters born that they go hunting mm -hmm. because they help the animals that okay. they don't die a brutal death sometimes it's just like their personal opinion right yeah and I'm not judging that so no. I just mean that's 
why they explain to some folks, hey, that's why I'm hunting. Yeah. And uh, they use all the meat anyways. Yeah, and uh, again, that's, that's totally responsible, right? That's, that's, that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, in the animal kingdom, we're not accustomed to that, right? You don't, you don't go up to your coworker and be like, hey, buddy, <laughs> you're looking a little sick there. Like, yeah. it's, it's different. I know. It's totally different. Yeah. And that's what makes us who we are. Yeah. Well, actually, um, again, a little bit more research. It was actually seen that um, Neanderthals were probably eaten by modern humans. Would be. But again, I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, the subject on cannibalism is... And then the Mayans, they did the... Um, I don't know if they actually ate them. Uh, the Mayans actually did like the heart ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Or the, was that the Aztecs? But anyways, like throughout history, there's always been a practice. Human sacrifice. There's been human sacrifice, but sometimes it's even out of respect, if you can like believe that. Um, so when someone very important in the community, that I'm, I'm talking more like tribal. Um, when someone passes away in the community, they would out of respect eat them, and that was to them that's a sign of respect. Um, now there is more darker things. Uh, there's like, uh, <laughs> like so can still go darker, darker. Uh, so there's what they call the flesh markets. If that makes anything. So what they would do is tribes would basically headhunt, um, and after headhunting, they would slice them up and then sell the flesh. Yeah, that's eaten. that's darker. Yeah, it just makes you think. But again, it's 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 written into the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. There's a purpose to it. Do you think every civilization that rises in any given time goes through those phases? What, like just depraved cannibals? Like no, like I mean the development of values in what is wrong, what is why. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Like uh, I believe it was. Well, have you ever heard the term "eye for an eye"? Eye for an eye. Yeah. That was a literal law. If you poke out my eye. I get to poke out your other eye. Like, that was an actual law. Yeah. Well, now, now it's like, okay, so you go to jail. Instead of, okay, you punch me in the face. That's criminal. You go to jail. You, the person who was punched, does not get to punch said person. Like, it's, it's not a continuation of violence. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. Right. No, there's still the resentment. Like, I won't, I won't take that away. For, uh, but, no, there is... No, it's a different aspects. system. No, yeah. you're right, actually. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about what you just said, yeah. yeah. So we, we have gone through iterations of um, what we perceive to be cruel or just. Yeah. I wonder how the people are going to look at us in 100 years and gonna say, hey, remember like 100 years ago? Yeah, remember that? Remember how we did that? It's just the same way how we travel now. Yes. In, in, 100, mm-hmm. if yeah. in, in 140 years... We look back at the Donner Party, and they traveled 40, 24 clicks. Yes. And now we're driving. We can drive. That in an hour. Or, sorry, uh, like four times that in one hour. Yeah. yeah. Legally. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we can go we can, faster. Obviously, we can but go I faster. Mean, Legally, yeah. Yeah, but not on the Autobahn. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, again, I'll, I can't stress this enough. It is, it's written into some animal's code that cannibalism is part of it. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. It preserves the species? Yep. In a way? Yep. Because like well how many 
how many eggs does a spider produce? Like a ton of them, right? Like how many babies come out? Have you ever had out? a spider in your house and it had eggs? And then the next day you go somewhere and it's just spiders everywhere, the little ones? No, not that bad. No. But uh, there was a construction site I was on where it was like, oh, this, the sun's really pretty, it's setting. And then you look on the rocks and there's hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of spiders, like those single filament spider webs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like backing away. <laughs> like, I'm not going over there now. Slow. Slowly, oh yeah. There was um, oh, in Katrina. Well, I'll do this really quick. In yeah. Katrina, the water got so bad, or so Wait, high, in right? Katrina. Oh, sorry, not Katrina. The the hurricane, oh, right? Oh, hurricane, hurricane. It was so bad that they had trees full of spiders. Yeah, I believe that. A tree was literally made out of spiders. Yeah. yeah. Like and the the cobwebs that topic, yes it's, it's creepy on more yeah creepy i was in kenya once in africa mm-hmm. and we were staying at this resort and they had trees and they were about three meters four meters apart okay and guess who had a nest in between the trees a tarantula spiders yeah yeah and then one night we went to this uh there's a buffet to eat and usually because the sun sets at like right at six. Oh yeah and it gets dark right on time like 601 dark yeah it is <laughs> okay. it's funny because it's yeah. so close to the ecuador oh okay yeah, yeah the equator yeah, yeah equator yeah and then <laughs> my pronunciation that's fine a guy in front of me and we're just minding our own business and then suddenly drops something from the tree and it's this gigantic worm of so many, many, many feet. Oh, the centipede? Yeah. And they it's come either in different centipede sizes. or millipede. And they come in different sizes, right? Yes, yes and, they do. And there, it's a mega big one. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even notice, and it just went over ahead. And I, I, I like just they, went a different way. Yeah. They creep you out, but I mean, they can't. They, I mean, they could bite you. It hurt, but it, they don't eat you. Yeah. Um, well, another thing about kind of neat where... I'm not okay. I'm not talking about spiders anymore, but it's really neat. That's how um, there's a, a day and a place called the day of the midnight sun. So what it is is that when the sun goes to set, it doesn't set and it just does a lap around it. Ah uh, yes. And it, it it's that's up north. Yeah, it's 24 hours uh, daytime. Well, it's one day, but way up north, like in the Yukon and stuff. Yeah, they have like months. Months, three months. Three, three months, months of sun and then three months of darkness and then in between. Yeah, so that's really neat too, just mm-hmm. because of how where everything's sitting and. Uh, Solar system. Yeah. Okay, I gotta cut you off. Oh no! We are at the limit for time. Game over. Let's see, alarm. Hey, I need somebody to make us a theme song here. Oh yeah. Please. Even if it's just something awesome, send it our way. Guys, it's gotta be awesome. None of this half, half done stuff. It's no, gotta be good. We got nothing. We got nothing here. We are just recording on an iPad. Send us some music. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, we give you some credit. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Thanks for all the likes this week. And, and all the suggestions. All the really cool. Yeah, yeah. love it. And um, we are on Apple Podcasts now. And Podbean, whatever that is. We're on it. Whatever it is, we're on it. Yeah, we are pretty much <laughs> everywhere now where you can yeah, listen to podcasts. Awesome. So. Yeah, that's great. We are just talking. Just talking about stuff. And... You know, maybe next episode will be super happy because yeah. that was just extra dark. But we, yeah, <laughs> it's just let one thing to another, and yep. you know, this is this is background. Sometimes we will be better. Yeah. Oh, the way out of time. Nope. Logan is showing me the time. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. Right, have so a good one, guys. We asked by the giant. I'm Michael. I'm Logan. And we talk to you next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>